welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 21 of the Riffs on Tap podcast. Their spooky podcast. Oh, it is. Well, well, it's spooky currently during the recording session. Very spooky. Yeah. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll be uh, time for Thanksgiving. Time for we're, Thanksgiving. It, it, yeah, we're. It, it'll be November at that point. Yeah. So we'll be uh, thinking about turkey and stuffing and pumpkin pie. I've never been a fan of stuffing. Stuffing's pretty good. Uh, it depends how it's made. Yeah, it depends how it's made. That's 100%. I'm a big fan, personally. But you know that fucking green bean casserole that I look forward to every year? That's a dish that's grown on me uh, as I've gotten older. I'm not a huge green bean fan, um, but it's definitely uh, grown on me. I really appreciate green beans. I love me some green beans. The way that y'all cook them at your restaurant, fantastic. Love them every time. Well, it's different now. Yeah, you're right. It is yeah. different now. But, but it's, in my opinion, it's better. I trust, I trust, I, I love everything that y'all have made. I've been a big fan of that restaurant for quite some time now. Oops. Um, but, um, welcome. Uh, I'm Alejandro, joined as always by Riley, as well as Noah. Uh, how are y'all doing today, guys? Doing great. Spooky season. It is spooky season. I'm chilling. I had a long week at work. I'm yeah. chilling today. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like we've said we've been saying that a lot recently. It's been it's been long. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting. What she said I'm waiting. <laughs> no, she never said that to me. Um, uh, <laughs> I keep uh, I keep waiting for it to get back to a little bit more normalcy and just uh, normal work days and. Uh, but we're getting into like the holiday season now, so things are gonna like family stuff going on and get-togethers. A lot of orgies. A lot of alcohol. Yeah, a lot and of alcohol. orgies. Yeah, if orgy alcohol. You have family you orgies? Know. No. For the holidays? Not with my family. Is that like a Filipino no, you, tradition? So it's a or? thing, you pick a family that you're going to go to, yeah. okay. and they pick a family, and so it's yeah. all swapping. It's like a raffle. It's <laughs> yeah. like a raffle. Sometimes you're lucky. You don't have to go anywhere. You get to, yeah. oh, I got to stay. Yeah. I get to stay. People are going to come to me. Last year is horrible. Yeah, where'd you have to go last year? Constantinople. Man, that's a crazy place, but great, great views there. Great Not Istanbul? Views. No. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. I, I couldn't think of a name. Um, This week, we have ourselves another IPA we're drinking today. We're drinking a Sky Trooper IPA from Ranger Creek here in San Antonio, Texas. A local beer. Well, San Antonio. Uh, what do you guys think of it so far? It's not bad. It's a um, not a very high IBU IPA. Very mellow. Very florally. And it's, I would drink it normally. It's, nothing will ever beat Voodoo Ranger for me, though, right now. That's the only IPA, the Juicy Hazy IPA that we got that one time. That was the best IPA we've had. For I, me, at least. I keep wanting to just get that every time, honestly. I, I love Voodoo Ranger so much, but like... I want to keep to the trying new beer thing, but uh, I do feel that we did find one. Yesterday at work, it was like nuts for us. So my um, my chef, my head chef, he basically was like, oh, I understand. It was like a really rough day today. Let me grab uh, what's called. I'll go grab some drinks from the bar. And I got uh, what's called. I asked for a lager. He brought me this uh, tall boy of this beer I've never heard of before. It's from Europe somewhere. And I was like, this is a really good October lager. It was fantastic. Do you I remember the name? I wish. I uh, next time I go to work, I'll take a picture of one. 
because uh what's um they uh we always import uh uh cans okay so not dope i you know see i always um uh, this is i guess a bad habit because uh, I always overlook the can list. I go to a new restaurant, yeah. completely overlook. I go immediately to draft. Straight to draft, yeah. But, you know, now that you're you're mentioning that, I should maybe look at the can list a little bit more often. Well, you see, like, if I'm eating a meal, I'm not going to get a shiner or something, something easy to, something easy to drink, and then... Repeat that, Riley. Uh, we lost you for a second there. <laughs> Mom lost me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you're a long lost child. Now, I usually, if I go out, I'm, I'm just going to get, you know, something cheap on, on tap. You know, Coors Light or a fucking Shiner oh, yeah. or whatever. Dos Equis, if I'm feeling <laughs> real fancy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, our, the one bad thing about my job is our uh, beers on tap, very minimal. Three. We have three. We have fucking, I think, uh, I think we have Modelo. <laughs> we have Lone Star. And uh, um, Asahi. Y'all have Lone Star on top? Yeah. The Asahi, I understand. Um, Lone Star is kind of surprising. Well, uh, what's it called? I, have, I don't know. I don't, I don't fuck with anything in the front of house. I'm always back of house. So, whatever. They have a lot of beers on uh, like in cans. So, you, uh, they have a, ch- uh, a bunch of choices. Kind of. Not really. Maybe a little bit. What I'm excited about, and I know we've mentioned it um, earlier this week, was when we do go eat there is uh, to get that fish bowl. Yeah. If we could get five people, we could get the octopus. Exactly. A giant. So uh, if you're not familiar uh, of what a fish bowl is, uh, essentially it's, it's literally like a one big giant serving of alcohol that there's just a bunch of straws in. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I was introduced to it in college. Uh, a lot of the... We had two different Mexican restaurants that had their fish bowls, uh, fuzzies and chimmies. Um, and that's how I got introduced to it. Just a giant bowl of blue liquid. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't know what's in it. No, you don't care. It has alcohol in it. That's all that matters. My first experience was in the Philippines. And I was day drinking with my cousin and her friends. And uh, what's it called? We just, uh, well, we just went to this one speakeasy in the middle of Manila, like you would never find this. That's why I was like, this is an actual speakeasy. And then um, they're like, oh yeah, we'll get some fish bowls. I'm like, okay, bro. They were so fucking strong. I was drunk by 1, 1 p.m. They're like, what'd you put in here? Is that ever clear? I'm like, all right, well. You you're know. not drunk by 1 p.m. You're not living right. Are you drunk right now, Riley? Hammered. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised. You're watching football all day today. I wasn't watching any football. What were you doing today? Besides watching Shameless, sometimes you wake up and binging. Oh, okay, I I will. But I was out till you know late. two in the morning. Yeah, bro, I was. I got off of work at two a.m. and then my friends were like, "Oh, let's just walk the streets around my area." And just my friend had a bottle in his bag, and we were just sipping <laughs> on that bottle. I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." <laughs> it was a good time, but like, I'm tired, man. Long week, a lot of thirteen hour shifts. I'm dead inside right now. Uh, I feel you, man. Like I'm excited to go eat after this, and honestly, just relax and just uh, this first day in a while that I've, uh, I'm gonna get a chance to just literally like load up Destiny and play some video games. Oh yeah, I miss just being able to play video games. Today we possibly or probably will be taking Riley's um, Korean barbecue virginity. Yo, that it's gonna be exciting. There, there's so many. There's a lot of meat. 
It's it's all meat, basically. And Riley loves meat. And just trust us when we order things, though. Like, it may may not have heard of it, or it may look weird, but, like, trust me, it's good. Dip it in in one of the sauces. Trust me. Put some, you know, get some rice. It's good. It's all good shit. Some rice. What's it called? Okay. I want to get into music because I know we we've we haven't really talked a ton about music lately. Um, I know you'd mentioned the Ed Sheeran album. I want to hear your thoughts on that Equal. one. I, I was only able to listen through once. There's some bangers on there as per usual. You know, it's fucking Ed Sheeran. Probably. I mean, I'd say he's one of the top five songwriters in the world right now. Record. He writes everything for everyone. Him and Ryan Tedder. Oh, yeah. I think have half the fucking pop, pop songs on Earth. Oh, yeah. Benny but Blanco's was, a big one, too, now. Benny Blanco's huge. Yep. But it was a solid album. I liked it. I'll have to listen to it again. Just the whole feel of it. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I gotta, uh, I'll, I'll give that a listen on uh, probably today. I don't know what else we're going to be doing today. Probably drink more. Sounds like the plan to me. Yeah. Um, was there a lot of features on this album? Yeah, Drake, um, um, Lil Yachty. Well, well, his last album he put out had a ton of features well, yeah, the, and co-producers. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And so like, I know Skrillex even co-produced a song on his last album, so I wasn't sure if he was going to go back to basics or if he was going to continue with that. He got, well, he, I think he had some wubbubs in, in the last one? Mm-mm, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was very mellow because uh, Skrillex has been like kind of doing a... He's been very open with the sound. Like, he's... Not afraid to try this and that, and so uh, it was just a very traditional pop song. There are zero features. Oh wow, that's awesome! That's super cool. Back to the bread and butter. So, um, so earlier today, I got a chance to go. Um, I was telling you guys earlier, I got to to pick up a book I've been wanting to get called uh, "Hip Hop and Other Things." It's a book written by Shay Serrano, uh, where in this series of books, he's, he has a movies and other things and a basketball and other things. He kind of poses questions like in the basketball book, he asked, you know, Michael Jordan, he's the greatest of all time, no doubt. But was there a specific season where Michael Jordan was the greatest of all the Michael Jordans? And he, he asked questions like that. And this yeah. book's about hip hop. Um, and I, I, I wanted to pose a question to y'all that I asked him when I got to meet him was, do you feel that an album that is chock full of features and a bunch of co-producers and writers, do you think that diminishes an album compared to an album that, like this Ed Sheeran album, he he probably wrote every song, he performed every song, he probably did a lot of the producing too, where it's just him, it's a one man team. Do you feel like having a million people in the in the I think in the it kitchen? Dep- I think it depends on the genre, for me at least, just because like okay, rap, um, or hip hop, yeah, uh, what's called? I don't think it, uh, sometimes it makes it a lot better. But uh, like with a, a singer songwriter like um, Ed Sheeran, Noah Khan, people like that, in a way, if you have way too much, um, what's it called, features, it kind of loses loses the sincerity of the words, in my opinion. And then like it kind of feels a little, what's the word? Uh, I can't think of it right now. But like inauthentic. Yeah, it's it, not that. Like every uh, any song is always going to be authentic to. So uh, to who's uh, performing it just because that maybe it's their sound or maybe it's the sound they're trying. But like, I, I don't know how to put it into words, but like, I just feel like for the singer song or it just feels a little. It's personal. Yeah. It's not as know, personal as it used to be. 
you know, they sat in their room and something in their life happened that they yeah. wrote this song. Yeah. About. And that's like, one thing I love about Noah Khan is, you know, all of the songs are based on stuff that happened to him out there pouring his heart out. Exactly. But you respect something like that a little more than someone who doesn't write any of their stuff. It's all, you know, produced, written by someone else for them. But it's not as authentic as it would be if they wrote it themselves. So does it diminish the art itself, do you think? Or is it still no. a piece of art that can be appreciated no matter how many hands were yeah, it could be. I mean, it's going to be appreciated by people. Yeah, you know? of course. I, mean, I don't think it, uh, what's called, having a lot of it, a lot of features in the album will do that to us, uh, to an artist. Like, there's there's always going to be people who, who love the music. There's not going to be a bunch of people. Like, it's not always going to have everybody loving it, but, like, there will always be people loving it. Like, not everyone's going to like an album. Like, for me, I didn't really like uh, Drake's album. People that hate George. Yeah, which I... George Drake's fucking amazing. I'm going to start off with that. Yeah. But I understand because I know y'all two are... Or you guys appreciate when an artist writes their own material. In mm-hmm. fact, George didn't write a lot, any of it. Yeah. But, you know, he's talented. I mean, Johnny Cash didn't write a lot of his songs. Mm-hmm. There were songs that he other people wrote and sent to him or covered other people's songs. Still fucking Johnny Cash, one of the greatest of all time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'd asked that question um, was actually, was, I have the book right here. I was just reading the back of the book as I was waiting in line. And, um, you know, one of the example questions was, you know, was Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City uh, better than Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? Which is, those are two albums that don't get compared too often with each other because they're a little bit of a ways apart. Um, but in my head, as soon as I read that question, I was like, well, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy took an army to make that album. He had Elton John and Beyonce and this and that. He had every artist and producer and writer working to make that album. And it's understandable why it's regarded very highly amongst music fans because it's a really, really good piece of art. Yeah. But there was a thousand people who did it. Ask well, him, as compared to like Mad City. I think a lot of times that's a good thing. You have you know, guys like Elton John or fucking Beyonce helping you out mm-hmm. to write the fucking amazing album. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I think in some ways it's amazing. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, and like I said, it, but that's the point where I feel like it loses that um, personal thing to the album itself. Yeah. Which is why like Good Kid Mad City you know, Kendrick wrote the majority of it. He produced the majority of it and it tells such a personal story of the hardship he went through in Compton and Compton. It just like where I grew up. He didn't, <laughs> you well, no, well you, you're Cal, you're a California boy. So, um, you can just tell people you're from Compton. They would just believe you. Yeah. What are they going to do? Check my birth certificate. Like, I'm a Raider fan. It's like, Oh yeah, he really is from Compton. Yeah. Yeah. I saw on <laughs> the, the cred. Yeah. I saw on the, what's it called? The cover of the book. They like it has a lot of like well known artists on there. It has P- Biggie and Tupac, uh, specifically what I saw. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. But um, does he talk about them too? Like um, and then like going into more of is it just more of the music aspect of it or more of like their rivalry in a way of where uh, what's it called like the whole war between east uh, east and west coast? I believe he he goes pretty in depth with it. That is one of the example questions where literally like because it's such a big topic. The example question on the back is Tupac or Biggie. There's no need to preface the question anymore. 
Uh, and I'm sure there's a whole chapter just dedicated to the different styles, mm-hmm. how they were brought up, their legacy. Um, because he, uh, the whole thing with Shay Thorne, he's just a hip hop fan, just likes hip hop and he loves the music and he loves everything about it. So he, he has a whole podcast just dissecting albums that are considered no skip albums, albums that are so perfect, uh, hip hop albums that you just listen to them all the way through. Yeah. So I'm sure he goes very in depth about just so he's, the overall. He's not really into the, the, what's it called? Like, um, the conflict, the, uh, like the actual internal conflict of it. He's more just into the music aspect of it. That's a good question. I guess I'll be able to answer that question better once I actually get a chance to, to read the book, to hear his perspective on how he's going to attack the question of Tupac versus Biggie. If he's going to stick to just the music or if he's going to go into like the personal issues, like yeah. the whole battle between East and West coasts and, um, Cause like they're in, in their history, there are periods of time where it seems like they're friends. And there's other periods of time in their history where it feels like they're the biggest enemies. And they're well, like, yeah, it, it mainly happened just because, um, um, I remember what's it called? Um, somebody got, uh, so, I think somebody shot at Tupac originally. And then like, um, a, uh, he got information that it was possibly like Biggie or his crew or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what made it even worse was like, um, because they, they were arguing about like what was happening. This is like what I've heard. I don't know if this is actual like information about it, but then uh, at one of Biggie's concerts, he just went ahead and played the song who shot you. And then that really like escalated the situation even more. I'm pretty sure that's what, how it kind of started, but I don't know if there was anything before that. That's what I know. from Yeah. The whole I, I definitely am not as knowledgeable in the situation as well. And I'd love to learn more and understand just yeah, the the inner workings of that relationship is such a. They were I don't know they were just so big in the fucking nineties. Like, I don't even think like nowadays there would be a possibility of that kind of rivalry to ever happen of that proportion. No, not I in mean, the music the way, industry. Because also have to think about how the world was you know, eighties. You know, people like that, and you know, you had NWA, like you know, all those. <laughs> like who? <laughs> NWA. <laughs> Sorry. Really. But it was more, you had more of that gangster rap out there where nowadays it's, you know, all these guys are wearing fucking Dachi and Yeezys. Fucking, it's like pop rap now. Whereas back then they would be caught dead with anything you guys are doing now. Oh yeah. Well, uh, on that topic, uh, I don't want to get away from the Tupac, uh, biggie thing but on that topic is you see a lot of rappers nowadays they talk up a big game and they there's nothing behind it no they're like yeah man i'm trapping hard i'm doing this i'm selling <laughs> drugs and whatever and they're not they're 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 rappers they're doing so well yeah. they don't need to sell drugs anymore. then you find his find out his name is clarence yeah oh, shout to eight mile <laughs> <laughs> no, when- um but uh, on that i have mad respect um uh, which is it's gonna sound weird saying it that way um 2016 was the year of Fetty Wap, 100%. Yeah. That was Fetty Wap's time. <laughs> Fetty Wap just dropped a new album, and I was like, wow, this guy's still making music? That's crazy. Uh, but he also just got arrested yeah. by the FBI for selling 100 kilograms of heroin yeah. and cocaine. Motherfucker's <laughs> still the trap queen. He's still trapping out there. He so is. mad respect. <laughs> the music game didn't change you. Yeah, see, he's, still he's, he's authentic. He is authentic. Then do you but, like push you know, tea? people like fucking six nine are just snitches oh, and fucking, fucking pussies. Losers. Yeah, 
I mean, you should think fucking Tupac wouldn't have even snitched on Biggie. Like he's oh, that's yeah. such oh, a yeah. that's he's such like, a I huge. I say about that. Yeah, that's such a huge thing. Like back then, no one would snitch on anyone. Doesn't matter how much you hate each other. Oh yeah. And when they said, you know, they'd kill you. You know, they're out there selling drugs and shit. They were, and they would. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's um, a whole different time now. It is. The other thing that uh, I think doesn't get brought up enough is the technology aspect of it. Yeah, social media. Yeah, the fact that everyone is so well connected. And look, at any moment, with I know this beef is nowhere near this the Tupac Biggie beef, but it's what's going on currently is Kanye and, and Drake. They 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 want to bring up this air like, oh, it's such a big beef and this yeah. and that. And I was like, it's not. It's not big beef. <clears throat> Y'all are literally playing up a marketing game. Yeah. But the the fact that they can call each other or text each other or tweet or post and there's so much communication really affects things as compared oh, yeah. to back then where, where you word of mouth. Yeah. And you know if someone's pissed at you, uh, depending on who shoots at you. <laughs> yeah, they're you know? like, Whoa, bullet, I wonder what that yeah. drive by was. Bullet flies by your head and you're like, Ah, oh, I pissed someone off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, communication just is on a whole fucking other level now that uh, it's so weird that, yeah, at any moment, Drake can just call Kanye or Kanye call Drake and squash beef, yeah. but yet they choose not to, to play it up. Whereas back then, it probably was it probably was honestly hard to get each other's <laughs> attention other than doing big stunts. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, that's... This tracks were such a huge thing. That's really how you were able to talk shit to somebody. You weren't able to just put it in a tweet. Well, this tracks are like... They kind of made a comeback for a little bit. Yeah, when Drake had his, well, there were three tracks. It was, it was charged up, and oh fuck, where are the other two names, two tracks? He had he had a couple of tracks all come out within a week, that were the whole issue with Pusha T and uh, the issue with this kid and everything. Which, yeah. as we now know, he does have the kid. Pusha T wasn't lying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was that period in like 2016, 2017 where like. These yeah. tracks were like, were, were fucking Eminem and MGK. Dude, that's not even a battle, in my opinion. Like, I feel like a person like MGK, like uh, he he has his own respect within the music industry, but like he's he's to go at near somebody Eminem's as level. legendary as Eminem yeah. is not even like you have like if you're gonna go and have beef with somebody, you have to be at the same playing field. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're anywhere close to the same playing field. That's why there's a line in uh I, I agree with you. There's a line in a song, uh I think it's a Drake song, where uh he's like, uh, you say you've been beefing, but I don't even know who the fuck you are, dog. Yeah. Like it, it's one of those levels where it's just like, Oh, you're trying to start shit? Dude, I don't even fucking know who you yeah. are, so get oh, out of here. This is, you're living in your own little fucking world, man. Like don't even try to start shit. Exactly. Uh um, but yeah, nowadays you just don't see uh, big rivalries like that. And I, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. You don't see it anymore. Um, but uh, it's just a whole other world. It's so different. Whenever there's like hate within the community, they just write a, what's it called? It's called, called a heartbreak song somewhere. Yeah. Like Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Dude, so I mean, <laughs> a lot of heartbreak songs. Talking about heartbreak songs, fucking Adele. So her newest song that she just released broke every fucking record that yeah. it can for most streams 24 hours on I think every platform. When did it come out? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, I, but her her new album comes out I think November 5th somewhere around there. This went up for pre-save or pre-download yeah. and stuff. It's not going to be a uh, it's not going to be one of her age uh, albums. It is. Is it? 30. 30. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I remember she had an uh, interview that she was like 
oh, uh, after uh, after the last album, it's probably not going to be another Age album, just because she's like she believes in trilogies, yeah. and she's like, oh no, uh, what's it called? It'll probably be something different. But I'm, I, I think she's going to keep going with the Age thing, yeah, at least sure. until she's like forty. So uh, what's called? Um, <laughs> so uh, um, uh, Ed Sheeran, he's going to be going into oh, uh, next one's going to be. Uh, Word. Uh, square word, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the power of, yeah. <laughs> to the power of actually sounds like a good album. Sounds like a freaking album gospel name. album. <laughs> if oh, I'm yeah. gonna be honest, gonna like, yeah, they paid me a lot. The, the Catholic Church paid me a lot of money to do a gospel album. Yeah. So, <laughs> to the power of. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, like another but, new album this. Uh, I don't know when it came out, but Imagine Dragons came out with a new album. Oh, did they? They did. That I missed. Not it. it. It's not. It's not good. Uh, Is it? They not, start. They start doing like. It's not typical Man well, of Dragons? No, I mean, they, some of it is, and then they'll go into some weird, like, punk rock vibe, and I'm like, that's just not for me. But I will, because I've been listening to them, and I think they got too much hate. I mean, their first few albums, Night Visions, that's one with Radioactive, Smoke and Mirrors has Gold, Evolve was a solid album. Like, I think they just got too much hate, and I think it's because they, understandably, were overplayed. I mean. Songs. So I'm seeing. I this is because I don't listen to them anymore as much. Uh, with Weezer, they had an album called Van Weezer come out. Yeah. yeah. And is that a is that a crack at uh, Greta Van Fleet? No, I'm kidding. Probably Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I did. So I read. So Greta Van Fleet, they got their band name from like an aunt in the family that they kind of know or whatever. Her I mean, name was Greta. Yeah, her name was Greta Van Fleet, and. Yeah. Uh, oh, a full name was Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, oh. and at first she was like, I don't want to use my name, band name. She's like, that's weird. Then she was like, ah, fuck it. It's a, it's <laughs> so a dope name. name. It, it's yeah, a great it band is. name. Yeah. yeah. It like, it, it's weird to, it's weird to, com- you know, obviously we compare these two bands constantly, them and Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It's got the Led Zeppelin vibe even in the name yeah. somehow. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, Greta Van Fleet, they're, they're so talented and they're, they're so, so good. Um, Diana Ross is releasing an album. There, there was actually a lot of albums that came out this week that I just I have not um, gotten to because um, it is Halloween. We're yeah. coming up on Halloween. Yeah. And R.L. Grime every year for the past 10 years has put on a Halloween mix. This year, uh, I believe we mentioned it before, he actually did a live Halloween show. And that show was recorded and put out for the Halloween Mix 10. I've been going through and listening to every, I do it every year. I, I go through and listen from one forward to the most recent one. And just, um, it's a cool little like history lesson of like, this is where trap electronic music was this year. And the next year, oh man, that big song came out. So it's in the mix. And it's, it's fun to like go through and look back history wise, how he's changed and developed as a producer, as well as a DJ yeah. and his song selection. One thing I'm very excited the country you know my boy Evan Felker former lead singer for Turnpike Troubadours apparently he's starting to play again pop mm. up at shows randomly I mean he hasn't last song he came out with was in 2019 so it's been a while it's been a while um, <laughs> sorry but I'm so fucking happy I'm still holding out hope that the band gets back together but even if it's just Evan Felker I mean, um, fine with me Sting is releasing an album in November on November 19th is he? Yeah. Well, well, Duran Duran was at ACL because they were promoting a new album as well. Yeah, yeah. but I'm just like, 
Right? Nice. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't expect these to, like, uh, expect new albums from older artists nowadays just because I'm yeah. like, oh, everyone's like, oh, I gotta listen to new Cardi B album or whatever. Something like that. Um, also, uh, Zach Brown Band just came out with a new album. Finally back to country. They're not doing that weird shit. Uh, check it out. It's actually a fantastic album. What were they doing album. before? Oh, it was so. Like Zach Brown Band, they do um, no, Chicken Fried, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it wasn't full. I like full. Uh, no, it was like a weird, like, fucking country, n- not really country, like. Americana? Hip hop, like, hip-hop. fucking some EDM shit in there. What? He was going through a very weird phase in life after he got divorced. So, <laughs> so he's like, he was out. like, I'm going to experiment for a couple albums. And then he was like, oh, people hated that. I'm going to go back to country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a great album called The Comeback. Check it out. In January, Riley, I don't know if you're a big Lumineers fan like I am. They're coming out with an album in January 14th. So, Dude, they're really good. I, I love the Lumineers. Cody, jo- Cody Johnson just came out with a new album. Also oh yeah, fantastic. February 11th, Alt-J comes out with a, a new what? album. what? Yeah. Are you new Alt-J music? Hell oh, yes. Fuck yeah. I've been waiting for this. I'm just looking right now at a bunch of albums coming uh, up. Well, the big, the big one for me right now... Is definitely because the rumors have been spiraling. Is Kendrick Lamar is getting ready to drop his newest album? Hey, February twenty fifth, Tears for Fears, new album. Fuck yeah, which means they're gonna go on tour, baby. <laughs> Lord Huron um, apparently came out with a new album. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, it's funny the Kendrick Lamar rumor sparked. It, you had to take a guess why the rumor started all of a sudden one day about Ooh, what? about Kendrick Lamar dropping a new album. Is, is oh, because yeah, yeah. of Adele. Uh no, it was sparked because he changed his profile picture on Spotify. Well, that's what Adele did. Well, she changed her everything on all of her social. Yeah, so she's a guy now. That was <laughs> she is. She looks so. Different. Well, she's a guy. So <laughs> remember that whole entire like um conspiracy theory that uh, Adele and uh, Sam Smith, Sam Smith were person. the same person. They because might if be. You, if you they just lower the, dude, the okay. tone of. Uh, what's it called? A Adele song. It sounds just like Sam Smith. So one, one. They need to fucking do at least a song together, oh, yeah. if not a whole fucking album. I but remember, also, oh, her new song "Easy on Me" already has 163 million plays. That's crazy. On Spotify. And just that's on just on dude, Spotify. Fucking Adele, yeah. bro. She's she's nuts. And dude. that's in like two weeks. Well, you know who's gonna bring Adele and Sam Smith together? In my humble opinion, I believe it's gonna be Disclosure. Sam Smith already worked to close disclosure. They're good friends. I know disclosure also is, um, they're, they're, they're familiar with Adele as well. And like in her work and I believe they have worked together. So I believe we can get some type of pop EDM banger yeah. out of them. Ooh, oh, yeah. it would be so crispy. Like I remember, they're all English. Yeah. They're all, they all live in the same place. I remember back in the day, but this is before, um, all of, is all of me. No. What's the one with uh, Sam Smith and the all of me. And Sam, uh, Sam Smith and John Legend? I think uh, it's All of Me. I don't know. Okay, well. No. I all of Me is John Legend, isn't it? Yeah, but that's just John Yeah, that's just John I think Legend. it was a Sam Smith. Yeah. I forget what song, but like. I oh, it was. Uh... Go for it. Fuck. Well, look it up. Don't be like, that's oh, I I'm got it. <laughs> but I'm going to look it up. But oh, what's called? I remember before they released this song that Riley's looking up. Lay me down. Well, I lay me down. Yes, I do. I believe something, something, something. But what's it called? Can um, I lay exactly. 
I remember before that song came out, I was like, dude, John Legend and Sam Smith have to do a collab one of these days. And then that song came out. I'm like, dude, that, their harmony in that song. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Dude, it's a great song. But I think it, I came but if, listening to it. But if Sam Smith <laughs> does one with Adele, game over, dude. Game over. There's so much money to be made. I bet they've been cooking it up for a while, and they just haven't found the perfect melody. Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to start with some beef. Between them, yeah. and then release a song together. Like, ah, just kidding, guys. Have you, all ever, have you all ever heard Adele speak like in just her normal yes. speaking yeah. voice? It is so British. jarringly dif- different than when she sings. Have you heard Sam Smith speak? It's pretty simple. Yeah, I know. <laughs> actually, wait, no, yeah. actually, I don't think I've had. I've heard Sam Smith just speak in an interview before. It's pretty similar to him singing. Have you heard George Ezra speak? Very similar to how he sings. No, it's. Well, Isn't it's it? a little like it's deep. He, he's, deep he speaks a little higher. Yeah, a little bit, but like still. I think so. He the reason he sings like he does, you know, God. Uh, so he was listening. I forgot who it was, but he was just listening to like a record one one night. He was like, "I wonder if I could do that." And then he started. He's like, "Oh shit, I can!" <laughs> and now he's George Ezra, which he is also working on a new album. Oh wow! I haven't heard anything from George Ezra in a while. Well, he yeah, he's back in the studio. Hopefully, early next year we can get something. I don't know if you know George Ezra. You guys have mentioned, but I haven't actually. Things Barcelona, to Barcelona, Barcelona, um, Budapest. Drawing board, huh? Are you gonna name in our city? This is where I wrote this song at. I wrote it in Rome, <laughs> so I called it Rome. Why are you sounding that's like freaking? That's a pretty great Ringo Starr impression. Oh, I, uh, I always have Ringo, just like in my back pocket. I thought he was sounding like, uh, what's his fucking name? Um, get him to the Greek. What's his name? Oh, Russell, Russell Brand. Brand. Russell Brand. No, he's more of like a the harsh <laughs> English accent. I always, whenever I do a Russell Brand impersonation, I always do Jonah Hill's impersonation of Russell Brand. Yeah. In the movie uh, Freaking Sarah Marshall, it's like, Oh, I should have totally listened to him. He's such a major, major influence on me now. You have a pretty good British accent. I watch a lot of British stuff. Uh, <laughs> so very, do I, but I have a very shit, stereotypical but... accent. But well, okay, so, okay, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but if I hear a funny line or quote or comment, or I hear someone say something a certain way, I'll repeat it incessantly, like yeah. in my brain. And if I repeat it out loud, I end up just. <clears throat> practice make perfect so you end up just saying it a bunch you want know one uh phrase i've been saying a lot recently because somebody brought it up and, and it's a it's a cartoon character's voice and it's fucking mickey mouse's oh boy oh boy oh boy i always do that at work now it's do you guys uh do you guys get tiktok sounds stuck in your head no i don't go on tiktok enough renegade 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 oh, see, like there'll be like certain tiktok sounds like I haven't been on TikTok this week, so like there isn't anything stuck in my head right now. But yeah, every once in a while, yeah, I'll get certain phrases. Oh no! Like there was like there was a week where I just fucking kept saying "good soup." Oh, okay, I feel that. That's a good, but that's a good like, just like the soup, good soup. They do the hand motion too. If that's oh, what yeah. really like brings it all together. No, ju- can you do any accents? <clears throat> no. That was a pretty good um, American. Wow. That was, that <laughs> no. It's I'm pretty sold. good. <laughs> there you go. One accent. What are you, Riley? Do you have a go-to accent that you can just whip out? Not really. I mean, I have like lines. Like I'll say, what are you talking about? What are you talking no. about? Uh, I, could do, do, I could do a great Cockney. You want to go on the trolley? <laughs> <laughs> In water, mate. 
You taking a piss on my? <laughs> uh, oh man, Riley. Uh, no, I can. One. I can only do like phrases, like a single sentence in another okay. accent. So you can't just like and it's, go. No, he has a good uh, Kermit the Frog, uh, frog impression. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Uh, there was this one night when we were at Claude's and we were just doing impressions. I was, I was like, I, I could do a fucking what's his name? Um, um, uh, oh, what's a fucking Bob Dylan? There <laughs> <laughs> must be some kind of way out of here. <laughs> Very nasally. It's hard to do. Yeah, it really is. Wow. I could, like if I'm singing along to a Bob Dylan song, I can. Anyone can. This is the way. It's the way. <laughs> Um, so in news that you guys may Oorah. not be super excited about, um, but was big for me in the EDM world, uh, was the return of Skrillex. He played his first show in two years mm. uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. and uh, he brought out a whole bunch of cool people like Benny Benassi and uh, some other up and coming producers. Yeah, I haven't heard that name in so long. Benny mm. Benassi. He um and he literally he brought up Benny Benassi and he played you know the cinema remix and everything and he's like I just want to say thank you to Benny Benassi you literally changed my life because that that remix uh, was what got him his first Grammy and helped push him forward as like oh wow he doesn't just do the dubstep thing you know he, does EDM have its own um oh, what's it called category within the oh what's the fucking the Grammys work? the Grammys. They have, there's an electronic and dance category. Okay. So your bands you're always going to see in there, Apex, uh, Apex Twins, um, you're going to see stuff like a Disclosure is always in there, Highly. Um, some of these more like electronic sounding and not really like the dancey stuff that you guys have seen, like an Alice in Wonderland. Uh, you're never going to see stuff like that in there. Alice in Wonderland needs to be there. She's, I, I want to say she's headlining a festival soon, so she's... Mm-hmm. Uh, she's getting bigger and bigger within the EDM. Once she just makes that breakout like pop song, I think uh, she's gonna get a lot more eyes on her. Hopefully, from the mainstream. somebody just needs to remix the um, Ho Down Showdown or whatever it's called. Uh, I forgot what the from Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Hannah Montana movie. Um, remix that. I bet so people will so pop off to that. Vince Joy's also. Really- oh no way! Assuming an album's gonna come out soon. Got like four. Album, an album. Where are they from? Good. Huh? You know where they're from? He's from. Yeah. Sorry. He. Australia. 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 Where the moose are? Where the moose are? <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Get it? Because the moose aren't there. Do you okay, know? guys. Been? Uh, <laughs> what time is it? Summertime, it's not vacation. Summertime sadness. Yo, are we moving our clock soon? Yes, in sometime in November. I think it's like early to mid, early to mid November. Are we losing or we're? We are gaining because we're gonna fall fall back. back. So you get to experience two a.m. twice. Could you not say that at the same time ever again? I don't know. I thought you were just going to say it. I was trying to also guess what you were going to say, and I was like, someone has to say something, something for the other person. For the other person. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Oh, my Got gosh, him. dude. That's crazy, bro. You guys are like twins, basically. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You just you see a picture of us side by side, and you're just like, those are brothers, right? The twins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah, both yeah. have long hair. Yeah. Alejandro's a little bit longer. Yeah. 
We're both white in different aspects. Yeah. yeah. His elbows are pretty white. We're both wearing black, kind of black shirts. Yeah, it's very faded black. Yeah. Yeah. It's old. Back in black. Back in black. Uh, so uh, I got invited. Uh, I, I didn't end up going because uh, it was just going to be too much of a hassle. But Slipknot oh, was in Austin on Thursday. Slipknot? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, a friend of mine from work or a friend of ours is, uh, was like, hey, man, you want to go see Slipknot tonight? And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Austin. Like, right after work, I'm going to go see Slipknot. And what the like, fuck? Just was like, yeah. I haven't heard of anything about Slipknot in years. So I'm just like, that's very surprising to hear. And so I was, I, I was like playing with the idea. And I was like trying to work out the details of like, could I make it happen? Um, but then I was like, I'm not even that big of a Slipknot fan. Like, it'd be fun to like check them off the list type of thing. Mm. But yeah, and I was, I was like, nah, like, it's not worth it. I don't think I can name a Slipknot song. I definitely can can't. I. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. even know if I've ever listened to Slipknot. I'm sure I've heard a Slipknot song. Slipknot? That that genre is a genre I used to listen to. Kind of say it. Oh. Have, you, oh, have you? Oh, it has a name. It's uh, the genre I don't like. Because uh, they're with like Limp Bizkit and stuff. Yeah. It's a... Uh, fuck. Now I can't remember. Now I'm blanking on the name. I literally like learned the name and then lost it. It's, it made it, it's heavy metal adjacent. Uh, they do like stuff like that. Yeah, shit. yeah they do some of that stuff. Okay, um, the last group I ever listened to, grunge? actually, not it's definitely not. Grunge. It's grunge. Definitely not grunge. Punk, punk grunge. Is it screamo? No, no. it's um, Papa Roach is in that genre too. No way. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> what the fuck? Papa Roach has some good songs. Yeah, I love Papa Roach. I think he has a new album coming out. <laughs> Take that with you know. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, no, I can say <laughs> take that information. You death do what metal. you want with it. They're uh, classified as rock, death metal, groove metal. Groove. Metal. Okay. So no, they're not. You the get a little groovy in there, bro. There's this group called. I think I brought it up in a different podcast. It's called Necrogoblicon. Necrophilia. Necrogoblicon, and it's basically a like screamo death metal type of thing. But the basis Fucking of it. Limp Biscuit is classified as rap rock. Oh. Yeah, that rap rock genre has a name, and I, that's what I'm looking. I need to look up. New Metal? New Metal. Thank you. Yeah. That's the fucking name. I hate the genre. Dude, I should have known this, dude. If you listen to the song by Tenacious T, uh, D called The Metal, they, they he talks about all the genres that try to ruin their our original metal. Yeah. yeah. New Metal is one of them. Yeah. But the Necrogoblicon group their lead singer dresses up as a goblin like prosthetic face shit all the time and just, oh i just, think i have heard of this band yeah see uh noah khan for his two shows i think tonight and tomorrow uh he's yeah he's dressing up as lord farquad oh no oh, that's way pretty yeah. funny. that's awesome i <laughs> love that he has a pic- i'll show you the picture okay but yeah do you have a um, costume riley no for no reason because you won't be doing halloween this year well, I did have an idea. What was it? No, we'll talk about it off podcast. <laughs> oh, that's racist. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to go blackface. Whoa, <laughs> Dress whoa. as Kobe this year. Whoa. Like, uh, yo, that's pretty see? good. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I follow him. How I have not seen that yet. I'm never on Instagram. And, oh, well, Riley knows now. Like, if he doesn't get responses to my messages for days no, I'll just time, I'll just get like I'll send one randomly, and then I'll just get like six likes. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, he hasn't seen any of the <laughs> yeah. other ones. 
Oh, hey, oh, dude, where was the um, uh, podcast post last night? Or Yo, yesterday? that's a great question. I was in the middle of doing some really difficult uh, chemical analysis on uh, salt, uh, <laughs> on the effects of salt and bicarbonate in soil, as well as uh, water for turf. So I was kind of in the middle of doing uh, some hardcore chemical analysis. Uh, okay, dude. Okay, dude. It was uh, really difficult. And I learned that uh, they use sulfuric acid in, they inject sulfuric acid into the water lines in order to. Uh, uh, bind to the bicarbonate in the soil. Anytime you talk about chemicals now, you're pissing me off. It's because I remember we, uh, at fucking trivia, they're like, oh, what's the fucking whatever shit that goes into whatever the Oh, thing? yeah. Go ahead. I, I was like, I forget the fucking question. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's nitroglycerin. And he's like, oh, I don't think it is. I think it's just straight TNT. I'm like, huh? I'm pretty sure they don't treat any heart disease with fucking TNT. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. And that's what, that's, uh, so my they're words, like, oh, my words like, you, were literally... Dynamite has TNT, but that heart part keeps tripping me up. Yeah. Yeah. See, no, that so, should have been your cue to go, well, let's put nitroglycerin then. Yeah. That, that's where you need but to be But the thing is, you're the fucking chemist, so I trusted you. I, Look, they, I, I, I saw what's in dynamite, and I said TNT. Which I would be terrified answer. if you were my doctor. You'd be like, you have heart disease, and then you would just walk out of the room, throw fucking dynamite in there, and be like, good luck. He's going to be fucking Dr. Death, basically. Yeah. Oh, the other thing, too, I'm going to go ahead and out myself, uh, even though y'all would never uh, would have figured it out. I drew acetone wrong because we were drawing. I, I was drawing structures. You're about to say I took acid. No, no, no. We were drawing structures, and I got acetone wrong by one small little error. In it. But beyond that, I drew it correctly. Dude, if I if I would have just went ahead and be like, no, you're wrong, Alejandro. That would have been one of the smartest moments of my life. We ended up quitting uh, the game anyways. Yeah, because we fucking sucked. Okay, we were not in the zone. They were asking zone. us about like the Adams family. Who's ever watched that show? I've never watched it. I just know. Well, Wednesday. we don't have the full squad normally that goes to Flying Saucer. That is correct. Like also, we, but I mean, like the sports question we got, you know, who beat who beat the Patriots on Halloween in two thousand four? What like, a I don't specific fucking question! Know. Uh, wh- how many minutes were in the game of last year's uh, um, what's it called NBA Finals before somebody did not score or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I probably like, thought, try to think about it. Like what? six. We're gonna, go, we're gonna go back to the regular trivia and just clean up house there. Yeah. And make ourselves feel better. That's, that's the only solution. Oh, yeah. Plus, you haven't been to Clodhoppers in a while. I know. I, uh, but I have seen our bartender because I ran into them today, ran into her today. So, uh, yeah. That's a bartender? Weird. So you, you know basically you went to Claude today. Yeah, basically. It's like I was there. She served him a drink over there. Like, <laughs> what do you want? Give me a whatever. Well, we have a nice I, Dr. Seuss right here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yes, I have not been out uh, just because I've been working on homework, but I'm done now. So hopefully my schedule frees up. Okay. Dude, if I saw them at uh, uh, Barnes and Noble and she uh, just talking to them, I'm like, hey, I'll be like, hey, choose me a book. Choose me a whatever. <laughs> Tell Olivia. I want to see what you would give me. There was, there were, I haven't been to a Barnes and Noble in so long. Uh, and I, I literally only went just to pick up this book. So is Barnes and Noble's name from the owners or something like that? Barnes? Barnes was a noble guy. You know, it was Matt Barnes and John Noble. John Noble? Yeah. Matt Barnes from the NBA? Yeah. yeah. Shit, that's crazy. Though. He's an avid reader. <laughs> yeah, he definitely looks like it. Yeah. Uh, you know who looks like an avid reader? Riley. I do not. <laughs> I, I look like I am. I haven't read a single book. I'm telling you, switch to like middle school. What was Switched your last book books. you ever read? I don't Do you know? know. Oh, you don't know? Maybe it was probably like The Great Gatsby in high school. 
good book. Very good book. It is. But then I, I stopped like halfway through just watched the movie. I was like, I got, I got the gist of it. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, there's a green light across the water. I don't know. Why yeah. I keep mentioning Is that it. the green lantern? <laughs> Is that speakeasy? Riley buys a book, and then at the beginning of the book, it says, um, 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 uh, it has a movie. What's it called? He's like, oh, I don't need this book anymore. Just Honestly. watch the movie. Well, the, in the books I actually enjoyed reading were all like biographies about, you know, athletes. Yeah, like I, I read a Jerry West one, you know, Kobe, Dak, Elgin Baylor, not an Elgin Baylor one. He's a classic though. He is one of the you greatest players Baylor of all time. Alejandro, uh, I know the name, but I don't actually. Uh, I wouldn't be able to answer anything else beyond he that. Played played for the Lakers with Jerry, uh, Jerry West and Rick Chamberlain. Yes. Outside of the uh, Staples Center, numbers retired. Yep, and he was uh, named to the seventy-five. 75th anniversary team oh, yeah. or whatever. That's pretty dope. Guess who also was named in that? Damian Lillard. Fuck yeah. I mean, there was, a, like, Dwight Howard was left off of that. Some fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter. Like, there were some big names. Oh, I know. Manu. Manu definitely should have been on there. Yeah. But, yeah. It's weird. Well, like, I don't know who, uh, was it a vote type of system? I don't know. Oh. But I'm, like... I love it. Alex Caruso was not in there. like I love Anthony system. Davis, but I, I don't think Anthony Davis should have been on there oh, over no. Dwight. Over Dwight, no, one hundred percent not. No, Dwight should be up there. Yeah. If not even if not Dwight, maybe like Yao I mean, Ming people or just forget how good he was when he was with oh. the Magic. Oh yeah, I think what uh, yeah, honestly, it, it just makes no sense. It makes zero sense. It probably has to do with the. Uh, I believe it's called. Um, there's a certain uh, confirmation bias Rupert. that has to do with. Um, Something that happened recently to you sticks in your brain more than like past events. So recently sucks dog shit. So people are like, Dwight Howard, he ain't that good. But then, yeah, the recency bias of just like, oh. But I mean, there's guys that were in the fucking 50s that made the team. Yeah. I I mean, as well, they don't have anything recently to base it off. As well, just remember, wow, Will Chamberlain, what a badass. But like those guys, those guys should be on there. I mean, yeah, today's NBA players are better. But those guys were still, le- I mean, George Mikan is still a legend. Oh, one yeah. of the greatest no, centers w- of all time. But I was saying, like, uh, it's more of like if we were to compare, I don't know, give me an aging, Matt Ryan. If we were to be like, is Matt Ryan one of the greatest of all time? And you have that recency bias of being like, well, man, motherfucker can't even throw over 200 yeah. yards in a game. You get kind of thrown yeah. rather than just looking at the straight numbers and going. I mean, same with yeah, Matt Stafford gets the same thing. Yeah. yeah just because he, he was on a dog shit team. Yeah. But he's still going to finish his career top five in every exactly. major yeah, category. Yeah, you look at the numbers. They're going to be always those legendary players that you have to put on there. Like, yeah. like, if you were to put, like, Jerry West against Steph Curry, put them both in their prime, Steph Curry would destroy Jerry West. Yeah. 100%. So <laughs> but, I, like, it's just that legendary aspect of it. Yeah. I know it would take a long time, but I think it'd be really fun to compile all the statistics for your top, let's say, 500 players that have ever played in the NBA and you removed all the names from them. You're only looking at statistics, mm-hmm. and then rank your top five players of all time. Your starting yeah. lineup, but there and would then add the names back. There would in. be certain stats that you would have to take out just because. I mean, they didn't count. have the three point line. They didn't have the three point the, line. They didn't count blocks yeah. for a while. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. So there's some stats that won't be able to be counted <laughs> properly. Now here's a question for both of you: all time favorite. I know Riley's probably uh, all time favorite NBA player. Oh, yeah, you know mine. Yeah, Kobe for him. 
Uh, I'm a big Jordan fan. I've always been a Jordan fan. Okay. But I'd say second would be Magic. Magic? Magic is just that like, watching Lakers, him. Watching that Lakers him, blood runs deep, bro. Well, just watching Magic play was like Magic. Oh yeah, dude. That's why he got that nickname? It was so fun to watch. Like it's so okay. It was so fun to watch okay. him. I never got to think but. of your third one. Uh, we're gonna do top three now. So, what are your top three all-time players? Oh, I have my third already. Okay, um, you'll say in a second. So I'm a big Russ fan. Obviously, you guys know I love Russell Russ. Russ, the artist. Uh, oh man, I I hate that guy though. <laughs> Which we've never talked about him on the podcast, but uh, I'm just gonna say it right now. Hey, fuck Russ, uh, the artist. Uh, love Russell Westbrook. I was a huge KD fan, pretty much the majority of his career up until he left the Thunder. Fucking um, cupcake. And that was when, uh, yeah. So I I have very mixed feelings about KD because I did love him for such a long period. Of you have to career. give me an answer, a straightforward answer. And you have to put them in the order. So one, two, three. So it'd probably be Jordan. Okay. Russ. Okay. I guess we'll have to go with Timmy. We'll have to go with Duncan. Okay. I respect that. I have mad respect for Tim Duncan because he's such a good person on and off the court. He is a legendary person. He's proven to be a very decent coach as well. There's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and then Riley, your third? My third Steve Nash. Steve Nash, I respect I'd that. I always tried to mimic him when I was playing when I was younger. Just go baseline, was, turn around. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Every that, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baseline, turn around. Got, I mean, the his fucking layup. Right, but I have to demonstrate it, but I can't do that because we're not a video podcast. Okay, that's true. But I, I would always try to mimic him when I was playing. And then that, I mean, he was perfect in the pick and roll. I respect that. That's a good, those are good choices. Derek Fisher's a close fourth. Derek Fisher. I know you do. This okay. guy always talks about Derek Fisher. Dude, Derek oh. Fisher was a beast. Corner oh, yeah. corner three master. His th- hit, he hit the you know infamous dot four shot. Yeah. The crazy thing about him though is that his shot doesn't look like it should go in. No. It's so weird. It's so looking. ugly. It's behind his head. Yeah, I know. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck, bro? Yeah. Ah. Some good answers, guys. What about you? Didn't give yours. Your oh, top yeah. three. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm, I, I was thinking I'm producer. I, I bet I can. Yeah, yeah I bet I can guess def- two of them. You okay. deflect our question. Okay, go for it. I think I can guess all three. Okay, go. Dame, obviously number one. Fuck off. He's, He's actually not. Is he not? No. Scottie Pippen. Yeah, Scottie Pippen's my number yeah. one all time. <laughs> so Scottie Pippen, Dame, I guess would be number two. Yeah. And I'm gonna guess another Blazer, former Blazer. Tragically, his career was cut short. Brandon Roy. I w- he's in my top five, okay. but he's not my third. Clyde? No. Why are you thinking all Blazers over here? Uh, it's Greg Odom, clearly. <laughs> Sam Bowie. Uh, <laughs> I actually have to, uh, what's it called? I know it's not those two because I've thought about, I've answered this question, I, uh, but like my third has always changed over the years. And then for me, it's always been a mix between, <clears throat> it's always been a mix between Hakeem Olajuwon because can't you can't go wrong with the dream? Yeah, you can't. Uh, what's it called El, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge? I love Lamarcus. He's. Uh, Why are um, you thinking all Blazers? <laughs> <laughs> Not Hakeem. Well, so far three of those guys have played for the Blazers. That's true. Scottie Pippen did play for the Blazers. <laughs> I forget about that. <laughs> I forget about that. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, I forget. Do you know why I forget about that? Because the Lakers literally. Back last time we were in the fucking Western Conference Finals, they destroyed us. Yeah, because we had Shaq and Kobe. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, either Hakeem or uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Why am I blanking on his name right now? Um, say Greg Oden get it over with. He was on. Uh, he was on the Knicks because he's oh, a what Patrick Ewing. Yeah, yeah I, was I say, love Patrick, Patrick Ewing? Ewing. I love me some Patrick because he's like I want. Oh no, not Pat. Um, yeah, Patrick Ewing. See, one guy is that uh, one guy I always loved on those Knicks teams where was James Stark. Oh yeah, or not? It's not it's James not Stark. James it's Stark. John Stark. John Stark. Yeah. yeah, James Stark was a running back for yeah. the Packers. <laughs> John Stark. Uh, John Stark was a fantastic oh, yeah. fucking player. Dude, I love John. Uh, dude, there's so many uh, players I wish I could have watched growing up. Like, I would, I could have, I wish I could have watched, like, Scottie Pippen in the era of uh, being the fucking monster he was with um, that, uh, with Jordan and Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Fucking, oh, that, that would have been great. I would have loved. Patrick Ewing was just in such an unfortunate time. No, 100%. Because he was never going to get past Michael. Mm-hmm. Those bad boys Pistons. Oh, yeah. And if he did make it to the finals, he was going to have to face Patrick, or not Patrick, Fucking Hakeem Olajuwon. Or the Jazz. Yeah. Like. Uh, well, the other player also has that same issue is uh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where he had his opportunity. He had his chance. And it just, no. no you know what player I always feel like gets forgotten about? Because there's uh, there's Carl Malone. Everyone always forgets about Moses Malone. I feel like Moses Malone was a beast. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was a beast. Like he's a name that you don't. Not a lot of people bring up. That was another underrated team when they had uh, Moses, the Sixers with Moses Malone mm-hmm. and uh, Doctor J. Yes, sir. Fucking. Great hey, I duo. think it's just because it was too uh, a little too far back for our uh, yeah. for our time to remember it too much. But Moses Malone was disgusting. Terrell Dawkins too. Oh, Terrell Fucking Dawkins. Chocolate Thunder. Yes, sir. Monster, dude. Oh. Oh, what's it called? Um, uh, I remember the other name of the person that always goes for my third. Sean Kemp. I love Sean Kemp. I remember I played Riley in 2K once and I played the all time Thunder because they mixed the Seattle Seahawks and I was literally just passing to Sean Kemp. uh, Sorry, Supersonics. Um, And then we just went, uh, I would just run Sean Kemp with the ball all the way down the court and he would just (laughs) dunk it. He would fucking dunk from half court. It was insane. (laughs) Never seen anything like it. It was nuts. I love Sean Kemp though. He's really good. That was another. Unfortunate era for that team with Sean Kemp. They had Detlef Shrimp and fucking Gary, uh, Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary Payton. I almost said Gary Trent. Gary Payton, the glove. Yeah. Oh, I was like, 2K honestly was the biggest like point of like where I learned all my NBA. Thing. Yeah. Like I probably like if I wouldn't uh, learn the NBA without playing 2K, I don't think I would know as much about like the older teams at all because my the first YouTuber I ever watched is his name is Chris Smoove. And like he always used to do the my team stuff, and then like he would do the play now stuff and play all these other teams. And I'm like, dude, that's pretty sick. Like I remember he, um, back in 2K14, he used to cheese the shit out of the game. And then one broken ass character in NBA 2K14 that made no sense was Gerald Green. Gerald Green was disgusting. He was a 74 overall in that game, but could hit the three like no other. And he had a golden uh, posterizer. I'm like, this is the most broken character. That's, I mean, Gerald Green has one of the greatest dunks ever in an NBA game. Oh, are you talking about the windmill? The windmill. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Windmill poster. When he was on the Phoenix Suns, right? Uh, No, I think it was... I can't remember what team it was. Yeah, but still, like, Gerald Green was pretty... Pretty nasty in that game. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but um, we're might getting close to. Huh? Yeah, might have been on the net. Actually, yeah, I the think New Jer- when it was New Jersey net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are great observation. We are getting short on time. Yeah, 
But I think that was a great conversation to have at the end. Like something bringing sports. We talked about music. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about other bullshit. Life. Uh, yeah, life and stuff like that. Like normal, normal uh, wrist on tap shit. I know I have a lot of music to listen to. And oh yeah, so, and I have this book to read as well. From, I have a shout out I got to make before oh, we wrap it up. Correct. I have another one as well. Uh, shout out Prim Talk Podcast. A coworker of mine, Emilio, does the podcast. It's fairly new. That he's working out all the kinks and everything. Okay. But it's about paranormal shit. Okay. So it's See, I very like, interesting podcast. I like that uh, strategy you're doing right now of doing the shout out at the very end. So he has to listen to the yep. whole thing to find the shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, shout out Prim Talk. It's on Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, P-R-I-M Talk. I also have a shout out to make. Uh, one of our homies, uh, Zach put out an album uh, a few weeks ago and uh dude i've just been listening to this album just like constantly it's really really good uh the opening track wake up is uh, such a perfect way to start off the album yeah um but it's uh the album called quiet down uh by zach quiet down uh zach z-a-c-h uh quiet down down is d-w-n uh all one word zach quiet down um also our boy isaac was yes. uh produced I don't know how much of he, the pro- album he produced. I believe he produced uh, the majority of the album. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes he has his tag in there and sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. And I don't know if it just didn't fit the song or what. But. Um, Shout out both of them. Zach and Isaac. How many songs are in this album? Uh, this one is eight. Oh, it's not bad. Uh, seven is 21 minutes long. So it's pretty short. But like, um, it's definitely the cleanest uh, I've heard Zach. I've, I've been listening to Zach's music for uh, a few years now. And. Um, you just, I've just seen so much progression like, yeah. in his production, uh, how clear his vocals have gotten. And uh, overall, this is uh, this is his most recent piece of work. And uh, definitely give it a listen. It's really good. And uh, let him know what you think, man. Go hit him, uh, go hit him on uh, socials. Dope, dope. Uh, but do you all have anything else to add before we wrap it up here? Uh, Notre Dame is about to start playing. So shout out Fighting Irish. Shout Get out. to see them in a month, less than a month. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, that's going to be awesome. Riley's not going to be here for a while, so. <laughs> but, uh, just, shout, uh, out, shout out Notre Dame, actually. Just uh, look out for maybe maybe we'll take a break. Maybe we'll do two episodes, just Alejandro and I. Oh, dude, me and Noah will bring the nerd podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. nerd podcast. It'll be nerds on tap, baby. You can, you can bring, bring Brock in to replace me and have your oh, anime yeah. we conversations. Can, we can bring Brock oh, in we, there. Yeah, we can bring Brock in, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Um, All right, let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, this episode of Riffs on Tap is episode number 21. Uh, I've been Alejandro, got Riley, Noah. Um, if you uh, would like to take a listen to what we're listening to right now, go check out the Riffs on Tap radio on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Uh, it's got a, a mix of a whole bunch of stuff, uh, stuff we're listening to, and we try to update that pretty frequently. I know I've got some more songs I want to add on there as well. Um, but if you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Riffs on Tap, um, story post, you know, just, uh, when episodes go live and such, uh, but give us a follow on those. Let us know beer recommendations, music recommendations. What do we get wrong? We always get a fact wrong, at least one an episode. Let's see if you can find this week's, uh, <laughs> wrong fact. I'm pretty Please sure I already know. know the wrong fact. Oh yeah. I know what it, I know what it is. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but please let us know, follow us on social media and, uh, thanks very much y'all. Uh, bye-bye.